This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I am Dr. Adam Matthews, your couples therapist, alongside our fabulous Lori Watson, soon to be doctor. Yeah. Soon to be Dr. Lori Watson, your <laughs> sex therapist. I've been stressing. I've been stressing. I'm finishing my research this year, and I am totally stressed out. Listen, I, I, know, what, I know what that is oh, like. I know gosh. what that is like. One of my professors, all she would say all the time is just get it done. Just get just it done. Just get it done. Just get it done. Okay. Just get it down on paper. Okay. Doesn't okay. matter. Don't I'm make just it perfect. Getting it done. Just get it done. Plow through. Ooh. Okay, okay. Speaking of just getting it done, our topic today is yes. one that most men don't like to talk about. Um, and we're actually doing our next three podcasts. This is the first in a, in a sort of mini series we're doing yeah. uh, focused on men. For the men. Right? For all, the guys. All for, it's all all about for the you. dudes. All for the dudes. And we were talking about the first one is a doozy a topic we all don't want to talk about when it happens, but yeah. happens to everybody occasionally, yes. most people occasionally. Anyway. Yes. And that is premature ejaculation. Yes. Oh, those, those words just invoke fear in the hearts of men <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right? Premature yeah, ejaculation. I, I know. And I think the, the big problem is, first of all, men don't know that so many men struggle with it. It's like mm. 30 to 40 percent of men have it. At some point in their lifetime. At some right? point in their lifetime. That's a yeah. high percentage for it's, something. It's almost half. Yeah. It's important to, to be able to talk about because there are the overall point that I think we'll just hit it early and often is that. It is something that generally is curable. The right? easiest yeah. sexual dysfunction to cure. Yeah, but we honestly. have to, you have to start to figure it out, right? But yeah. when what do we mean when we talk about premature ejaculation? So it's basically sexual intercourse that usually lasts a minute or less. Right. And it's categorized in terms of severe to yeah. uh, mild, depending on if it's you know less than thirty seconds. But basically, it's you know less than you want it to last. And we know, right, guys, we know that that is usually not how women climax anyway. So 
part of it is you want to take the shame out of this saying, oh, I didn't please her. It's like, hey, you know what, buddy? You can still please her. Yeah. You know? It can still happen. But for men, it's it's embarrassing. It feels like that. It's not tied. It's tied into not pleasing her as well. I know. But can we make it not embarrassing for them? I mean, if yeah. there were anything I could do for you, it's to make it not embarrassing. I mean, right. really, truly, it's the frame that you put on it, which is to me – you should say to her, baby, you are so sexy. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is such a positive frame and it leaves you connected and it leaves her feeling good. And then you just go forward. I mean, you know, so what? Yeah. So what? You just go forward and touch her and make her have an orgasm and we're all happy. Yeah. And I think for most for some men, maybe that's they're able to make that frame. I think for other men, it may be that it's that courage in the face of fear type of feeling. I mean, it is, it's going to be an embarrassment. It's going to be, there's an element of embarrassment that I don't think you can get away from yeah. um, for most men. But okay, I think it's okay, acting. You're the guy. I'd say acting. <laughs> I mean, I think the positive <laughs> reframe. Well, I mean, I think pos- the positive reframe is good. Yeah. Um, I don't, if, if, if I can get my head around that so to speak, then I think it's <laughs> all the euphemisms. If I can if I can get my mind around, around that. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I saw I you. I need I to laugh. You. I need to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so stressed with this doctorate stuff. Okay, good. Yeah. I think the problem is that, you know, pornography and the movies have made it seem like men last forever. Yeah. You know, that they last for like 20 minutes and that she really likes that. I got to tell you guys, women do not want you to last for 20 minutes. Most of them don't. Hmm. I mean, you would wear her out. And I mean, it's just it's too long. I think the average length of time, isn't it like eight minutes? You know, I mean, eight minutes is still a pretty long yeah. <laughs> sexual intercourse moment. Yeah. And, uh, I, and, I, and I think that, that what you're speaking to is some of the emotional causes of – um, the fear that the, the fear of that the ex the expectation, the that, expectation. Gets, that gets yeah, placed yeah. on it uh-huh. I mean the performance idea of that it has to be fireworks every single time that I'm going to last as long as possible like that she is going to orgasm because of intercourse exactly right? like I think those type of expectations set the bar really high and cause a lot of anxiety in men that can lead to premature right. ejaculation right and I think, you know, the, the sense that the penis for the man is that's what sex is about. Yeah. I mean, that's what his pressure is about, that, you know, he's got to be hard, big, and last forever. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is just, gentlemen, it is not what makes a good lover. Yes. <laughs> it is not. Uh, I, it I, is yeah. not. It's, in, you know, it's being attuned. It's knowing how to touch. It's listening to her, you know, and it, it's being willing to take the time with her and and that's the problem with premature ejaculation, right, is if they come quickly, mm-hmm. roll over in embarrassment and in humiliation, you know, she's high and dry. There's nothing there for her. There's no connection. There's no loving. You know, he's feeling failure, but what she thinks he's feeling is anger, distance, withdrawal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to see, oh, my partner just feels humiliated and I need to reassure him mm. when he's turned away and he's getting out of bed and he's acting disgusted. It's like, I think the woman feels like she's disgusting somehow. Like, what happened? Yeah. You just really have to think about it from her perspective because it is not the end-all, be-all for her. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's what I mean by the, it. it's really, there's going to be a level of embarrassment. And so part of the reframe might have to be that I have to be courageous enough 
to turn back toward her. Yes. Talk about it, re-engage, not see it as a failure. Like all of that, I think, is moving forward with it and saying, this sucks. This mm-hmm. uh, it, it happened. It's not necessarily enjoyable that it happened. It's not... It's not as fulfilling. I, I, as, no, no. I really don't think you need to say those things. Why? I don't because that's not the interpretation. It's like it doesn't suck. For it's the okay. guy, it, it does. Okay, but but if that's what he comes into the mo- – like it happens, right? And if he's saying, I'm sorry, this sucks, this – it's like it, no big deal. It's really you, – you have, you have to hear this. It's no big deal if he stays sexual. Yeah, and if, I, th- I, I mean, for him to apologize or for him to say, you know, I feel so bad about this. It's like that's a downer. It is a downer, but it's honest. I know. Like I, it's like it's like. But, so if it happens multiple times, let's let's talk right, about this. Right, like maybe okay. if it happens multiple times, then I if it's something that is a. I mean, we're going to talk about a, a few of the the physical causes. Like, if it's yeah. something that happens multiple times, I might be, I might can see that happening. Like, see him getting into a space of say of turning back toward her and still being sexual. The first time it happens, though, like I don't know how you like. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's realistic. Uh, okay. To say to then say this is not a disappointment. This is not a frustrating thing for. I'm, I'm for fighting me as shame. A guy. I'm I fighting gotcha. shame. I, it's like. Adam, I don't want I, – I mean, if it happens one time, I mean, they just go, oops, out of the gate. You know, I mean, and then we just keep going. I mean, it really – it really I, – I don't want them to feel that shame. And if it happens as a pattern, I definitely want them to get it fixed. But then if they're, I mean, rolling over in bed and saying, gosh, I'm sorry no. again. I agree. I think and most of them, it's a pattern. I think on the underline, we, we agree on the basic parts that what you're describing would be good. What I don't want is for for men to feel like they can't say what they really feel about it because their anxiety. I their anxiety about it because I think under that they are going to feel something okay. that's a negative. Now I don't I think that if the the very mature I'm not going to say the very sex as we as we get more comfortable with ourselves and get more comfortable with those things happening and readjust to what we've been talking about for a long time, which is not seeing it as a failure, as you kind of get into that mindset, I think then it's much easier for that to be a honest expression of staying sexual. Mm-hmm. I just want us to be able to, because this is one of the things that I think men struggle with a lot is not wanting to disappoint her with the realness and honesty of how he's feeling, but it's a, it is a big downer, (laughs) like literally and emotionally, it's a big downer for that to happen in a moment where you're, you don't want it to happen. Okay. Um, So I just want to see a show of hands from all these guys out here that are like, Adam is right, Lori, we feel (laughs) terrible about it. And no matter what you say, we're still feeling bad. Show of hands. Oh wait, wait. We're on a podcast. Okay. I mean, I, w- I would want to hear from guys if they feel if they feel differently. If they feel like they can easily get on the it's not a failure mindset and not feel some level of disappointment and frustration with it, then I, I think that's great. I think it's I think it means that people are growing and people are maturing in this and they're listening to what we're saying or what other messages about um, sexuality are saying, but. I think the challenge in that is to be honest and that mm-hmm. more often than not, it's going to be a disappointment. And, mm-hmm. th- and the courage to turn back and say, ah, oh, oh, I'm so frustrated. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And then being able will give them the ability to reengage more in the future 
then if they then if they're frustrated and try to pretend like it's not a big deal. Okay, I I do think though that those conversations should be mostly out of bed. Like let's say it's a continuous pattern. Hmm. I mean, at that point, I think they need to talk to their partner. How first of all, how do you feel about it? And she hmm. may say, I don't really care. You hmm. know, and if if that's the truth, like I do have women who say. That is not how I climax. I love him inside of me. It feels great. But the length of time, it's no big deal. And men still, Adam, say, but I still want to last longer. I'm like, listen to her, yeah. especially menopausal women, right? I mean, their tissue is more, you know, terrible, friable is what we call it. And, sure. you know, they may go, great. This is great. And that's not how she climaxes anyway. So at least listen, have the conversation. Agreed. Talk to her. And if she's frustrated and she's one of the lucky ones who stood in front of the line and God passed it out and she can climax with you know, sexual intercourse and she wants you to last longer, okay, then we're going to work on it and we're going to teach you next how to work on it when we come back from the break. Thank you so much to all our Patreon supporters. Right? Yeah. Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners. If you know our work touches you and our work helps you, we would be so grateful for your support. Just go to our website, foreplayrst.com, and there you can find a way to support us, and you can see our episodes and our blogs. And thank you so much, guys. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.net. We look forward to working with you. Welcome back. We are talking about premature ejaculation, everyone's favorite topic um, today. We are, and I'm not laughing at it. I'm well, just like, I'm <laughs> laughing at you, Adam. That's, you, you, are, you are laughing at me. We are yes. growing. We are learning. We are, right, and we are, we are reframing it in our minds as Absolutely. not a failure. Absolutely. Uh, but we are going to give you some tips on how to how to treat it, how to cure it, how to move past it. Um, but we do want to hit on just briefly some of the – we talked about anxiety being the primary cause. Right, uh, performance uh, anxiety. Performance anxiety. Gen- it, once it happens, your anxiety about it causes it to happen again, which is sort of like don't think about pink elephants. I mean, yeah. this is the problem. Yep. Okay. Now all I'm thinking about is pink elephants. Right. Um, but there are some physical – uh, there things are. that can, there that are. can cause yeah. it. So we just want to briefly touch on that because you do want to get checked out by a doctor for some of these things to see what if there's physical conditions that are causing it. One of them is hyperthyroidism. If that's affecting the yeah. back, uh, premature mm-hmm. ejaculation can be a symptom of that. Mm-hmm. Any kind of erectile dysfunction, obviously, is going to play a part in that and could, could be leading to some Right, because some men 
you know, as they start to struggle, it, it goes both ways. Some men who start to struggle with ED. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly, Tilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. They get anxious about that, so they want to climax quickly. And that sort of leads to premature ejaculation and vice versa. Premature ejaculation makes men anxious about the whole thing, which gives them ED. It it is cyclical. Yeah. So we want to hit it early. Another condition that I did not know, I wasn't aware of is, and I'm not going to say it right. You're going to say it for me. Uh, varicose seals. Yes, and that's yeah. varicose veins in the scrotum. Right. They could be enlarged, and it could be causing premature ejaculation. And this is this affects three million um, people in the U.S. every right. year. Right. right? And mm-hmm. it's it has a high percentage rate of happening at yeah. some point in Often men's lifetime. More with obesity. Yeah. So that is a cause. That's something. If that's happening, that's something you may want to get checked out. Reactions to other drugs as well, right? I mean, if you are on medication, it could be a side effect of that as well, correct? You know, I am not sure of the drugs that would cause premature ejaculation. I know the ones that, you know, help prevent it. I'm not really sure. I don't know if like an ADD drug would do that. That is outside of my knowing at this point. I'll look that up. But I've not heard particularly this complaint, you know. But, of course, by the time men get to us... It's psychogenic. It's, yeah. it's anxiety, you know, because they're usually referred by a urologist or a doctor or they find us online. But, yeah. you know. I always just recommend people just to know the side effects of whatever medications they're on anyway. Yeah. Just, to yeah, make, exactly. just to make sure. Exactly. And doctors don't necessarily talk about sexual side effects. You know, that right. that's just not their wheelhouse. Right. So those are some of the causes. So if you're if this is something that is happening with you, go see a doctor. Make yeah. sure you tell the doctor that this is something that is recurring so that they can factor that into your diagnosis as well. So, okay, we're, you know, you're saying they're really ashamed. How ashamed do you think men are to say to their doc, hey, hey, doc, uh, by the way, it's uh, it, like um, it's the, little buddy, you it's know, the same. It's comes the same. too well, quite quickly. We talk about it with ED. <laughs> like that's, most people don't mention it. Like I think there's a lot of shame around that. Gosh, I, I know. I, I mean, would I think, think it would be almost harder to tell your doctor, especially, I don't know. Male or female, like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm really struggling with premature ejaculation. It's not something you want to say out loud. That's why I keep saying it in a weird way, because premature ejaculation (laughs) is just not something that you want that typically rolls off the tongue or that you can participate (laughs) in an ordinary conversation with. I'm getting it. So the word, you know, the same as erectile dysfunction. Like, it's just not something that you I feel like I want to use a different kind of accent yeah. like with it I don't want to say it in my own P-E. voice P.E. could they say P.E. easier I've got P.E. <laughs> I've got P.E. Yeah, which, period? Which, 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 which period which period 7th period 8th period yeah I mean it's hard to talk about yeah, yeah and I have never men, ever heard of men talking to each other about men it men do not want to talk about their penis malfunctioning Lori 
Like they just <laughs> don't want to do it. They want it to work right. Every they want to talk about it in terms of all the thing, awesome things that it can do, not uh-huh. the things that it can't do. Yeah. You know. So it's 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 just it's just a okay. where it is. Okay. I mean, but do tell your dog urologist. You know, we we have some great urologists in town, and they are so cool. I don't know. They they really talk to men about their sexual functioning. So if you need a urologist, holler up. There's tons that specialize in in that, so in yes. these kind of things. So it's not hard to find one. And it's just, again, that's why I'm, I'm trying to say, like, it takes courage for men to be able to do this. And so I think that that's – anytime you – it takes strength to be able to address these things is, is what I mean uh, when we're talking about this. And because it is treatable, it's something that you can – have hope for that it's yeah. that it can be different, right? And some of the methods, there's a lot of different methods out there on the internet if you're looking for them, but we right. have some that we recommend versus others, right? Absolutely. Um, tell us about the start-stop technique. Okay, the start-stop technique is really building sexual arousal and then stopping and just sort of relaxing into that. So it first starts with masturbation. You know, some men have premature ejaculation with masturbation. Most don't. Yeah. But they, it's usually partner-based. Most are fine by themselves. Partner-based, they're struggling. So it could be your partner, she's touching you, and it's just manual stimulation. And then once you feel like um, if you ejaculate, let's say, on a scale of 1 to 10 at an 8. So mm-hmm. at an 8, you move quickly to a 10, and there's no stopping it. What you really want to do is stop, like, at a 6. So you're not quite as aroused, really. Mm-hmm. as or that close and you want to stop at a six and just relax then have some more love play come up again to the eight you know or to the six mm-hmm. fall back down and this is good i mean men need to learn too that they don't stay hard the whole time during this love play and that's normal you know women don't expect that and that there's kind of an ebb and flow and then you want to proceed to maybe the next exciting thing it could you know, often it's oral sex, although some men, again, a lot of men don't climax at all with oral sex, just for the record. Just going on record with that, gentlemen. I know that, and that makes you still normal, but yeah. partly it's because they need to thrust, and they can't do that with oral sex, really, so that's part of the problem. But let's say oral sex is on the menu in terms of the next most erotic thing. They should practice that and come up only to a six or only to a five, mm. and then stop the stimulation, cuddle, talk, work on her. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it can be a fun exercise. Yeah. And then you want to do intravaginal containment. So basically one thrust, relax, don't move, stay there, mm-hmm. and then come out. Yeah. And and that's like it. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is you're you're just increasing the tolerance level and you're identifying where that point of no return is. Exactly. Right? And so that you can understand what that feels like and that's going to help you regain some control. So it's it's basically stimulation, rest, stimulation, rest and starting to learn what's happening with your body. Exactly. And I think some men who don't struggle with premature ejaculation have sort of somehow or another learned this instinctually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, edging is, like, actually a great way to teach yourself some of this with masturbation, you know, where you kind of come up close to orgasm, but you don't get there. That's one way to teach yourself high arousal without climaxing. So yeah. that, that can be something, you know, that you do on your own as well. Yeah, and you're talking about it in a different way than I maybe have heard it talked about before because I know some couples are going to get frustrated 
with this as far as or could get frustrated with this because it's it's it takes a while to really if if premature ejaculation is a recurring problem it's going to take some time it does so you have to be able to kind of persevere through it but what i hear you saying is you still incorporate other elements of of sexuality and sexual touching erotic touching um right. that really kind of are, can be more enjoyable than just the idea of just working on the premature yeah. ejaculation mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, in longstanding premature ejaculation, when it's become a tension point in the relationship, it is more difficult to heal. Not because, I mean, the issue is actually easy to heal. It's the cooperation between the couple Mm -hmm. that's difficult to get happening. You know, so part of it is reassuring her that this is something that is healable. It usually takes about six months. So, I mean, it's some effort. And in the intervening months... I mean, you shouldn't expect yourself to be, you know, great at it right in the beginning. So some of it could be these sorts of little quick tricks, you know, masturbate before you go into the session mm. and, and then just experience pleasure. And and I think men need to have whole body arousal. This is really key to healing premature ejaculation is they don't want to have such an intense focus on penile stimulation. And I think that I mean, that goes into some of the kind of the mental reframing that we've been talking about, I think, is this is really focusing on other sexual pleasures as well, other areas of erotic touch, other areas of stimulation, and not focusing so much um, right, because the, the, the focus on the penis actually brings anxiety. Versus, mm. They're not really experiencing pleasure anymore. They're like, oh, my God, the pleasure is happening too fast. And so they be, it, it becomes antithetical to to their experience. They don't mm. want that to happen. And no, 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 that's crazy. We yeah. want you to feel pleasure. We want you to be in the erotic moment, which is another technique. You know, sometimes people do the multiplication tables in their head or they think of something, you know, unsexy. I'm so against your that. Your grandma. Well, yeah, think, it's, the, you're not yeah, present. It's a, it's a think about grandma type, <laughs> type of thing. I, had, I heard somebody say one time they used to, like, practice free throws in their head, like visualizing free throws <laughs> in their head. I heard that one time. Like, no, like that... That to me does not it does not solve it long term. It may solve it in the moment, but what it does is it starts to take you out of your body. It starts to take you out of yourself and takes you away from your partner. Right? It's a disconnection right. rather right. than rather than connection. And, and we want you to actually feel eroticism and feel good in your whole body, feel good in your penis, and learn to incorporate that in a way that still gives you ejaculatory control. So, just a couple other things we just want to mention briefly of possible treatments because I know people tend to search the internet. They're going to come up with the squeeze method on the internet. We yeah. are just so against yeah, that, I right? Yeah, I do not want their penis to be hurt. Yeah, that, and then, I mean, it's not, not it's, it's not a tube of yogurt, people. So yeah, like, like, we don't that, need to do that. That is really not as effective as the start-stop yeah. method. Right, and so that's going to come up, but that's really an outdated technique. It is, yeah. Um, but some of the other things that they might be able to find, there are some topical creams. Right, right sprays. Just, um, mm-hmm. Sprays that basically... You get from your doctor. They essentially um, numb the penis, yes, right, and make it, it less uh, less sensitive. And it doesn't have an impact on the vagina, so that's a good thing. And then there are some tablets you can take just to help you regain some more control as well. Some prescription tablets, I believe, they're prescription that you would have to. You know, I get. am unaware of that, Adam. Well, okay. um, there are those as well. Okay, um, uh, I also know though that an SSRI, which is an antidepressant, but at lower doses, 
it actually does delay orgasm. And, it, mm. and this is a problem for most of us, right? If we take an SSRI, it delays our orgasm and lowers our libido. But especially for young men and when it's a consistent problem, somewhat I think it's a way to learn ejaculatory control. Yeah. It's kind of – and it's effective and especially if there's a long-acting – or a long-term problem in your partnership. Yeah. I, I think it's it's a real decent solution for a six-month kind of trial. Mm. I talked to a guy who was divorcing and he was going to be out dating again and having sex again. And he was just so anxious about it. You yeah. know? And he just didn't want to go out into the world and do this. And I said, do an SSRI. You know, yeah. you'll feel happier through this time. You know, it'll curb some of the up highs and lows of your moods mm. and, you know, during this stressful time. And then also it'll help you when you do get connected with somebody again that you love and want to be with. You know, it's great. And there's also um, con- there's some condoms that are specifically made that, are, that yes. would help this as well. They're thicker. You can They're thicker. They decrease the sensation. Less sensation. As well. So um, that may be helpful as well. Um, so there are some out there, but as we've talked about, kind of the anxiety being the primary cause of uh, premature ejaculation, those may be some more quick fixes, some more some more right. immediate fixes, which are helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also would encourage people to address kind of that, that the anxiety, underlying the underlying anxiety. piece as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. And let's put in our show notes, um, the tabs, the SSRI, kind of we'll put them in our show notes in terms of these resources of where you can look for them or what you can ask your doctor for. Yeah. Uh, so we have the right names of all this stuff. But overall, we want people to be hopeful about this, right? Not em- not embarrassed so from the point curable. of being able to move forward and seek some help on this. But it is it is treatable. It is curable. It's something that you can absolutely um, have, have. Absolutely have success. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go say it five times in the mirror so you're not uh, – before you this see your is, doctor so you're not embarrassed. Premature yeah, ejaculation. This is, this is no big deal. Premature ejaculation. I mean, this is fixable. Premature so, ejaculation. Premature ejaculation. Right. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to us. And we're going to do a couple more on male issues. So listen up for Play Radio Sex Therapy. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-THE-NUMBER-4-PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.